why did I respond to my ex-wife not wanting me anymore the way I did? Why did it crush me to the point where I'm neglecting my year and a half year old daughter and I don't want to live? Why do I feel these instabilities in my temper? I go from zero to a hundred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I had so many questions. Why is it that I grew up in the church and I'm coming to a point, I grew up in the church my entire life and I'm coming to a point where I don't even feel like I know God. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that, it was that that caused me to say and look closely at every aspect of my life and say, God, what is health here? What does it look like to have good health here in this practical era? And, and, and because I had that thirst, Christ met me. I just don't believe that we were saved to stumble our way through life, this side of heaven. I believe that we should respond to his saving grace with life that glorifies him in every way, both the spiritual and the practical. What is good? Um, Welcome back to Saved Talk Podcast. Um, Today we're gonna have an interesting conversation. and I, and I want to, I want to preface some things before we get into this conversation because I know I'm most likely gonna of, offend a lot of people. Um, so I want to I want to state my stance really quick. Number one, spiritual health trumps all health. I'm gonna say that again. Spiritual health trumps all other aspects of health that make up this human life. Right, your walk with Christ. Um, your 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 thirst for more in that area to to advance the gospel to be one with Jesus to be known by God to know God trumps every other aspect of health so don't take my passion for for um uh uh what's the word a manipulation of of how i see holistic health and the importance of holistic health in a christian world um but before we even get into that, we want to segue. And, and I, have a, I had a question for my boy Guy here. Um, considering the fact that, like, I'm married, right? Guy, you're, you're not married nope. anymore, right? Um, but you were once married, which I think is, is, is interesting in, in, this, in this question. But, like, how would you say um, you deal with like temptation today in this new dynamic, right? Like, so as a married man, I feel like um, the wrestle is slightly different, but it's still there. What would you say like being being single um, now, how and how has that affected your ability or inability to like um, apply constraint when it comes to women and, 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 and yeah, that sort? Um, I think, man, I think, it's, so it's two things. Um, I think when I first, Got divorced, bro. I think um, um, I didn't practice much restraint um, when I first when I first got divorced. Um, to be honest, um, I mean it's for me it was kind of hard, man, because coming from you know being brought up in Christianity, right? Um, since I was seventeen, I still had convictions. Right. So when I first 
it became divorced, maybe a couple of months later, um, to kind of escape the mental aspect of whatever it is I was going through at that time, whether that's depression, anxiety, uh, grief, sadness. Um, I did, um, I didn't, um, do much restraint. Um, but I remember having a conversation with Pastor David Rose, right? And then, um, and, and that kind of changed my mindset about dealing with temptation, right? So for me, for most people, it could be just the, the simple practical thing about, I'm just not going to go to this place or I'm just not going to go to the beach. So avoidance, like I'm going to avoid where there's going to be a lot of temptation. Remember back in the day, uh, you know, uh, you see a woman with a bikini walking this way, you turned up. Yeah. For people that, that might be uh, something that works yeah. for them. But for me, it was more the mental aspect for me, right? So in order for me to be disciplined in that area to 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 kind of deal with temptation, like for me, I, I had to have a purpose, right? So I had to start with my mind. I, I, I had to have a purpose about why. Yeah, that's, that's important. Why I'm deciding to to restrain myself from that because I'm single. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm single, and 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 it wasn't hard. Bro. I'm I'm a police officer. Yeah, for you sure. Know what I'm saying so. I meet women either on the job from work or in the community, right? Um, so me being single, there's nothing that would make me say, no, I'm not married. Like a married person would be like, nah, I'm married, right? But I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. So if a female approached me that I think is attractive, what stops me? Yeah from saying no yeah or what stops me from from not engaging um and 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 conversations with her especially sexual conversation right yeah um so to me the one the thing that could stop me or the thing that that after the conversation that me and me and david rosa have had um what i started to practice is is the purpose is the mental aspect of it um because, and I'm just going to be real, yeah, for honest, right? So imagine for a 10 year plus having sexual relationship with, with your partner. Yep. And then that abruptly stopped. Yep. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that abruptly stopped. I don't need to imagine. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so like, like just because that, that practical side of it, the sex part of it stop. That would mean that the mental aspect of it, oh yeah, is gonna stop right after that. It don't matter if you've been in the faith twenty years, thirty years, yeah. forty years, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so, so, so it was real hard dealing with that at first. Um, it was real hard dealing with that. But I think now, man, the more, the more, um, um, I find purpose in the conversations that I have um, with women um, and the, the vision, because I, I, I also think vision 
determine what you entertain. So just just for the sake of like understanding, let's go back to an example of oh, let's just say you're at the beach and there's just a beautiful woman, right? In your in your line of sight, your ideal body, right? Bikini, you know, nowadays it's 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 Brazilian probably cut, so her butt's all out, right? What purpose goes to your mind? Like, what do you, what's, what goes to your mind, or what is it that you're executing in your mind or thought process that helps you withstand from like looking again, taking that thought thought deeper, and and you know now pursuing type thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think so. In in that aspect, so say if I'm at the beach and and she walks up, right? Um, I'm not gonna deny the fact that oh man she's she's yeah for I'm not gonna deny the fact that yeah. she has a good a body <laughs> you know what I'm saying like a great body yeah but I think one thing that I would think about is say if I wanted to approach her or even if she approached me yeah right what's my in like my the mental aspect of it is what's my initial my my initial reason for wanting to talk to her or for me wanting to approach her or if she approached me, what's my initial reason for allowing whatever conversation to take place? And most of the time in that setting is is going to be something sexual, yeah. in my opinion. Okay, so interesting. It's going so to be something sexual. Okay, so, so, okay. so I have a, a thought, a, a memory actually. Um, and let me know if this is more of along the lines of what you're describing. So this was back, man, high school, probably freshman year. And I I hadn't had sex. So I was, I was, um, you was a virgin high school? Not all through high school, but, but at that moment, at that moment I was, yeah. And what grade you were? That was ninth, ninth, ninth grade. Um, so I didn't know, like I was, I would say I was very innocent, very naive to certain things. Um, you know, and, and I was, a, clearly I was a Christian and I cared about, you know, God and, and what was right and what was wrong, but it was very like, you know, like superficial kind of level, yeah, surface. Um, and there was, there was a girl, there was a girl and a group of friends behind me and she was like, oh, I would, you know, in a very provocative way, have sex with him. It's but my truth. Yeah. But she said it loud enough. So that me and my boys, it was the wrestling team, like some of the guys from the wrestling team heard it. And uh, one of my boys was like, yo, you heard what she just said? Like, what's up? Like, go talk to her. And my response back then was like, oh, I wouldn't marry her. You know, that was my thought process. That was my thought. Like, you know, like, oh, I wouldn't marry her because like in my mind, I'm thinking like as a Christian, like I'm not having sex with someone that I wouldn't see as my wife, right? Which is true. Like, a shit is a healthy thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also, like, very, like, like I said, I was young and just very innocent still to some degree, to some degree. Um, and that was kind of, like, my thought. Like, I looked at the big picture. If I don't see you as my wife, I'm not even thinking about... About talking to you. I mean, I mean, so... Or engaging with you in that way. Yeah, no, nah, that's... That's not my thought. My thought. So it's 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 hard, man, because 
Because to be honest, there's sometimes I do it, bro, or sometimes I don't. Yeah. No, for sure. Because you know it's, what I'm it's not an easy thing. It's a battle. Yo, there's sometimes where, especially being single, bro, like and being in Miami, and I have friends that live on South Beach. Yeah. Um, um, not even just being in Miami. Uh, I started traveling more, so I'm going to different states. Like, and you meet like a different type of woman that's that that's just your type. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's a real battle um being single. Um, not not having to say no because I'm married or not having to say no, you know what I'm saying? It's it's a real battle. And there's sometimes where I do practice that restraint, and there's sometimes where I don't. There's sometimes where, you know, I would go to a a a lounge or something. And a, a beautiful girl said that, and I was just sitting next to her and engaged in talks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, okay, but what, what's wrong with that? What, what would be... But, so, the reason why I said it's wrong with that is because of what I said earlier. Like, like for me, it's a more mental thing. Like, like there's sometimes where I would see a woman mm-hmm. and sexual things would come to my mind. Okay. Sexual th- and so that inspired you to go sit down and talk with her? Sometimes it does. Sometimes okay. it does. No, no, I was just because I was like, what was wrong with that example? Like, no, no, no. Single, no. there's a beautiful woman over oh, there. But I'm saying like, the, the mental aspect, because 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 so for me, like I said, like comments that we had earlier, I think for, not to disregard the practical aspect of of walking the other way, not to disregard the the practical aspect of not putting yourself in certain places and situations. I'm not dis dis disregarding that. Like I think. You know, for somebody that wants to fight temptation or blessing, um, it, yes, you should do that. But for me, a, a more important aspect of it for me is the mental aspect of it. I I agree. So 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 walking away in your mind first. Facts. Walk it, say, telling yourself first, like it's it's yeah. the, the mental aspect of it. So so. Now, so now in, in this space that I am, I feel like, I feel like my, my, my vision now for where I want to be, like I said earlier, I think your vision would, would dictate what you entertain sometimes too, right? Yeah. So now that my vision is kind of transforming and transitioning to, to, you know, climbing out of that pit like we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. It changes the way I approach for sure temptation. For sure. Right? So now I am kind of more reserved on or not reserved, but I am thinking about more of a purpose why I would talk to this female or why I would entertain a conversation with this woman. Okay, cool. But I think all that stems from 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 the vision that you have, right? Um, now, I, now my vision is I do want to get married again. I do want a godly relationship. Right? It was at one point. I, this probably changed the topic. It was at one point where I didn't want to date Christian girls. Yeah. Because I because my experience, not only from myself but from other Christian men. Yeah that would talk to me about how another Christian female would behave or what they do. I'm like, man, like, like, why would I even want that? Like, why would I ever want yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. What, what, like, bro, there's, there's, <laughs> I, I remember having this conversation with this with Christian female and she was like, um, 
at that time, we was probably talking for like five months. That, that was before I was married. We were talking like five months. And she just woke up one day and just like, oh, um, I just, this doesn't feel right. I just can't, can't do it no more. So I asked her why. And I'm not saying she's lying. I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like the number one excuse that, that's easy to use. God told me. Is I was in prayer and God told me. Oh, yeah. Most of the time, Yo. I think, most of the time, I think there's an excuse. Like, because you know why? Because two, three months later. God told you something else. God told you something else. But yep. not even that, you're yep. in a whole other relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. that, 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 that card gets pulled by so many Christians. It's like. That's the number one excuse God told me. That, that they use, man. So, but now, but now, like I said, because of the vision that I have for, for, for how I want my life to be is um, I, I do want a Christian woman. Um, I do want a wholesome woman. I do um, want my family um, to bring glory to God in our relationship and so, marriage. Question. So I think that dictates how I deal with, with temptation. Okay, so, yeah, but what about, what about, what about, forget about, like, I want a Christian woman, I want a godly relationship. What about, like, I want to honor God. I just want to honor God with, with me, like, with this body. Like, as far as, like, lust or how you, how you go about avoiding falling into 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 lustful temptation and beyond like is that is that a thought for you like where like i i just like it i think it can be obvious i mean even even non-believers are talking today about like yo beautiful women there's a stigma but they're like beautiful women like stay away from them because a lot of times they're insecure they got so many issues on the inside and they'll destroy you type thing now that's a stigma clearly not all beautiful women <laughs> have issues like that on the inside but I think people are starting to, just the world in general is starting to realize that superficial should not be the only criteria. Superficial aspects, right? Beauty should not be the only criteria. Beauty on the outside, per se, you know? Um, so, like, in that sense, and I think I might have lost my thought just now, but in that sense, like, for me, part of the thought process should also be, like, not necessarily, she probably wouldn't be good for me. Um, I mean, look at how she's dressed. There's probably some insecurity there, um, a lack of moral values or whatever. But that's she's. Not, that's not my thought process, though, when I see a woman. Like, the reason why I don't approach her is not because she's not good for me, because, at, like, to, to me, it's more the reasoning of why, for me, my thought process goes into that. So, so if I see a girl that's beautiful, my personal doesn't come to my mind, oh, she's no good for me. Like, that doesn't come to my mind, at least. Really? So, 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 there's no, you don't think there's any flags in regards to how a woman dresses and carries herself before you even have a conversation with her that will keep you from walking up to her and having a conversation? I mean, I, I, I think it depends on, 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 on the setting. If I'm at the beach, like, the expectation clear. is for them to be. Even then, though, even then, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll admit, even then, like, Y'all, I'm, I'm looking at you. Don't take this personally. Don't take this personal. But I'm not cool with, with my wife in a thong at the beach. Because to me, you asking for attention. Let, let me finish my thought. You asking for attention. Like, now I get it. It is, it, it, it becomes the, the, it's the norm now. Like women wearing thin, thin, thin. And then you can argue, right? Um, let's play devil's advocate. You can argue like, 
well, what, what's, what's too thin for you? Because I'm sure, I'm sure there are some bathing suits that my wife has that people will be like, nah, that's too small. Oh, she should be in a one piece. Nah, she should be in some shorts. Nah, she needs to be in a, an entire gown with only her eyes showing. Like, that's where it should be, right? So I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm saying for me, like, in, in that case, there are certain, because I, because I guess what I'm thinking to myself is like, if, if a woman is already so comfortable with, like, being in a thong at the beach and having, wait, 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 have, have her titties all out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be with you. And then now I'm telling you, now I'm telling you now, nah, now that we're together, that, that's not going to ride anymore. Like, what? because you're going to run into, listen, I, I, mm, I'm telling you, like, for me, you want a person that already has those moral constraints and disciplines. Of course, of course you do. There, right? But me personally, now I think, okay, like, uh, like so let's talk about bathing suit. Because I think, if me personally, if I go to the beach, say if I have a girlfriend or go with my girlfriend, and she wouldn't wear a two-piece bathing suit, like, I personally, I don't have a problem with that. I yeah, don't. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, because, I feel like if I'm at the beach, like I'm just saying, it could be argued, right? It, like it, it can always be argued. It can. If I'm at the beach, I'm a, I'm expected to to see women that dresses like they're going to the beach or wherever I'm going. Yeah. Now, now, um, now, now to say that I do um, believe that that what that thought will come in is is their actions, their, their, their behavior. So I go to lounges, I go to cigar bars, I go to hookah lounges, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and there, there's, there could be women in there that's like, you could like, based on their action, their behavior, you could look at them and be like, she's this. Yeah. She's that. Yeah. Based on her action. Now there's people that could judge it based on what they're wearing or what some females are wearing. But for my experience that, some women, maybe not all women, some women dress a certain way, but sometimes like they're... It may not, what you're saying is it may not always be like, a, a, clearly it's not a full scope of their character. Yeah, their character. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be, it could be one day where they're like, man, I just really want to look sexy today. Exactly. You know, I don't usually dress like this. Exactly. You know, and I just want a lot of women like that. So, but it, now say if she's dressing like this and then she, the behavior or what she's doing um, is, is an example of what I gave earlier, yeah. then of course, then that's when you'd be like, yeah, yeah. Nah. I know so many people are like, so many people are gonna be hearing this and be like, nah, you crazy. That's, that's wrong. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be thinking that they want to look sexy, but well, I get it. We, I get nah, it. Bro, I, get like, it. I get it. Like, man, like, I get it. Nah, I, me personally, like, if, if I step out with my girl, like, I want her to, to, to look gorgeous. I want yeah. her to, Yo, this is a real sensitive <laughs> topic. And, and, and it could be. and Because and, everybody's and, got their... And it's okay to have different opinions. Yeah. It's okay um, to, to to think differently. Just because, you know, you're a Christian or you're not a Christian. I mean, I think like everybody else thinks. You know what I'm saying? As long as it doesn't, you know, go out outside of the scope. But I think, like, I'm not saying, oh, so you're saying you'll be okay if your girl's just walking down South Beach on a thong. Like, like if that's not okay, it's okay. For you, if you don't think that's fine, yeah, I mean, it's okay for you. Yeah, yeah, that 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 ain't that's that's definitely a conviction of 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 mine. 
but right. considering how it, you know, it affects other men and, and I mean, even, 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 even at the gym, like my wife's wearing, you know, the spandex and stuff like that. Like, yo, I, I, I peep it. Like yo, men are if, constantly if, looking at, you, you know, F fitness right here. Have you go to F fitness. Yeah, no, we were just there this morning. This morning. So women in, in gyms nowadays are basically wearing bikinis to the gym. Yes, I'm, yeah, yeah. Right? So now, to me, I feel like there's gym, there's gym attire. I feel like tights um, or spandex, like, I, I, yeah. like you, you go into the gym. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but I do know some some people that might have a problem for sure because you still see the form and the shape of the the girl's booty. Hey, like that that to me grabs your attention and blah blah. blah. Look, let me be real. Let me can't hide it. Be real. I'm a married man. I'm a married man, but I I we this we don't we are we I'm gonna bring up a question right now before I even step into this, and the question is, and and I'm gonna continue to talk, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. Do you believe it changes the dynamic of temptation when you are a when you're when you're just more of a visual person, right? So there are certain people, in my opinion, that are more visual. They 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 gotta they notice every detail. For example, I can tell you my wife's toenail polish color the day I met her. That was that was almost six years ago, five and a half years ago, and I and I I peeped that her toenails were done the moment. We 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 met each other. Yeah, me too. In Wynwood. Like that's that's how I'm wired. Like I, I would notice from a mile away, like your nails are done, your hair is done, you smell nice, your shape. I'm I'm like it takes me a split second to notice these these things. But this type of like detail-oriented visual person, it shows up in everything I do. Like in everything I do. If I create a business, I'm looking at like the aesthetics of everything. And that's so important to me, right? So it's, it's, it, man, I've had to have a thousand conversations with my wife about this because it's noticeable that I'm a visual person. I'm a people watcher. I'm a people watcher. I'll look a man up and down the same way I look a woman up and down. Like I just noticed, I, I noticed the shoes you came in with, your jeans, you, the, 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 the color tone of your jeans. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm the hat, like I, I'm just like that. I'm wired like that. Now with that being said, do you feel like that makes it harder for because this is going to segue into I want to talk about discipline this is going to segue into that but do you feel like it can make it harder for men that are extremely visual just it's it's their natural lean to be visual right um when it comes to women and temptation oh yeah it's definitely especially um because you were talking about like like the type of woman like like if you are a visual learner or, or I'm sorry a visual person like you know, and if the if, if you surround by you the type of females that you like, you would notice every single one. Yeah. Not only you would notice every single one. As they walk by, you're gonna look. Yeah. Like so, with me, I like more, uh, you know, a a woman that has a nice shape. Shape. Yeah. Right? Shape. So, no, no matter where I'm at, I'm driving in a car. If if I can make out your shape, I'm I'm gonna look. Yeah. Right. But I'm a visual person. But I do pay attention to. Um, to the nails and the toenails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just man, but it it changes it because, like, especially nowadays, man, especially with surgery that's going on. Like, yeah, yeah. Like every woman could it's a factor have the shape that a guy's sure. looking for for sure. 
And that, but to me, that makes it even harder. That makes it even it, harder. It makes it impossible. Yeah, it makes it even you harder. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's, it's, it's just like I said, like, like for me, like, like I said, there's times where I do practice a stream. There's some where I don't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so um, if I see a woman that's attractive, there's times I'd be like, man, like, like there's no need or there's no reason or there's no purpose for me to even try to entertain that because because I already know what I'm after in a sense, right? For sure. For so, sure. Um, but in, in, in two ways, though. I, I could know what I'm after long term and I could know what I'm after at that moment. You know? Well, it, but in that moment, but, but, but I mean, at, at that point, you would have to call, clearly call out your sin, like facts. Um, so there, I'm giving into lust. There's not, there's not even a, I'm giving into lust. Like I want to. So there is some time where I practice that, but there are some times where I don't. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's some time yeah. where I'm like, yo, like, like, especially if she physically, if she checks out, you know, uh, on my boxes, like, yeah, like there's some time like, yo. And then there's sometimes, bro, like in, in my uniform, like, so <laughs> oh, I was driving in my police car and I usually drive them with my windows down sometimes, right? Um, so a, 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 and I love urban females, right? Mm -hmm. um, so a car pull up next to me, um, very be beautiful, cute girl. Um, she was li listening to um, um, Ed Sheeran, um, the, the, like the the remix that that he has the the Afrobeat remix, so we make eye contact and I turn back to the road, bro. As I'm pulling off, she throws a paper inside my car, <laughs> inside my car. Um, that on on the paper it has her her name, Instagram, and it said look me up. And, uh, I mean her name, her phone number, and it, it says look me up on Instagram and, fo and, and follow me. So as we're taking off, I get behind her car <laughs> and I'm looking on her Instagram and she checked all the boxes, mm -hmm. right? She checked all the boxes. And because she checked all the boxes of what I like, she pulled up to a supermarket, Bravo supermarket, and I get out the car and I talk to her for a specific purpose because she checked all the boxes. But is that, but okay, but that's not necessarily a wrong thing. That's not necessarily, no, no, no. but, but, but it goes back to what I was saying. The only reason I approach her is because of what I wanted at that moment, because she checked all the boxes as far as physically. Okay. So you were just physically drawn to her and you were, you were, you were, you were lusting after her. So you, you, so, okay. So yeah, but you got to say that because they not like, oh, those people but, that hear that are going to be like, you're single. What's wrong with that? You saw a pretty girl. She threw her number in the car. Like y'all pulled up to a, to talk. Like, but no, you were actually lusting after that woman. You're like, yo, this, her body is freaking amazing. Let me, let, let me, let me pull over and yeah, I get it. I'm just giving an example for sure. Like a practical example of the statement I made earlier. Yeah. So that's why I didn't mention it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And but, even, and even that, just to play devil's advocate, I think, I think, you know, like the way God wired us, especially for the more visual men, I, 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 I think that it's kind of natural and it's okay to see the physique of a woman and then pursue her from that point until you get to the point where it's like, okay, now you're look, you're seeing her character and you're like, uh, no, I back up. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, I think that's okay. In my opinion, because how do you, how do you judge a woman's character from, 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 from a distance without having a conversation? But, unless, like I said, she's dressed 
completely out of whack, provocative. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, or if I saw her Instagram and she's like showing off her body. Yeah, that, and, that, and, and that's probably what you saw. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, for, I, I get it. Cause you was lusting after. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, let me, let me say this before we move in regards to like, I'm married clearly. Um, and I'm having sex on a regular, but, and I would, I would consider, I would consider my wife and I's sex life to be healthy. Um, we both take care of ourselves. We're working out, we're eating right. Um, we're not perfect, but it's healthy, right? So it's, it's, it's on a weekly basis. Um, wait, so, so you saying that your sex life is healthy because both of y'all work out? We, we care for ourselves. Yes, because your, your sex life and your hormone levels are a direct um, response to what you eat. But, so, what, okay. When most people say, think about healthy sex life, they're talking about like the actual physical part of it. Like, is the sex good? Like, is it, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like people think about going three, four rounds. That's healthy. like, so. Yeah. So, ain't, so ain't nobody, yeah, yeah, we can try healthy. We, we, we can go into that. That's easy. I mean, so first of all, I'm just saying when you say healthy, yeah, yeah. So healthy sex life. So healthy sex life, like, like sex for my wife and I is not like, oh, let's get it. Uh, 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 we're done. Like there's passion involved, right? Okay. Like there's, there's a, there is a climactic heightening in both emotions, in both of our emotions in the, in the, you know what I'm saying? Cause listen, I've, I've had, I've had sex in a marriage where my ex was not for me. Her heart was with, an, with someone else. Mm -hmm. And I know the difference, yeah. right? So I'm just, I'm, I may be getting off, but for her, it's just like, whatever. Let's, can we get through this? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's very different when you're with someone that is passionate with you, for you. Now, if we're talking the health aspect, now we're talking about the fact that you got couples normal going two weeks, no sex. That's normal. And you know why? Health. Their libido is low. We got couples, guys, dudes, and this is, this is, this is normal, that struggle to get up. You know why? Okay. Health, because of what they're eating. Their blood pressure is off because they have so much sugar running through their veins, right? And so many other reasons, right? Um, you, have, you have couples that They've gotten past that honeymoon phase and both are bent out of shape. And the reality is there is a lacking in physical attraction. This is real, y'all. We're not, we're not sugarcoating stuff. This is, this is a real reality, right? Um, and then you have the very important aspect um, when it comes to relationships, which I would, uh, I, I would admit that we could have a better sex life as I improve and continue to improve this. And that is the emotional side for women. Like if you're not cultivating the, the romance and, and um, catering to your, your, your wife emotionally, that is also going to affect the, your sex life and how good it is. No, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so when I say health, clearly it's a holistic thing and I'm, I'm talking on those fronts, on those, on those aspects. Oh, but it's, so, but is it, so it's all of that. It's, it's all, all of that. that. So you're not all just talking that. about like I'm not just talking about eating, like right? The, the although I think that's all. Although I think that's that's that's, that's part fundamental. Of like I've I've had conversations with 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 some of my boys that are like, yo, I just haven't had the desire to to have sex. Yeah. You know, like it's just not there. And it's like the first thing I start talking to them, like talk to me about your diet. 
Like, wh- like, what are you eating? Because here's the reality, and, and not to just have a whole conversation about sex, but here's the reality. Like, there are going to be many times where your wife wants to have sex and you may be on the verge of falling asleep or tired. And the reality is, if your libido is healthy and your blood, your blood sugar levels and your, your blood pressure is healthy, you can turn that on purely out of her desire. And then, of course, you eventually fall into that. Fall into but if you're lacking that health, the, the, chem, like the, the actual biology that, ta- that it takes to actually be stimulated to get up and have intercourse, you won't be able to. It don't matter how many times she taps you on the shoulder, you won't be able to. That's health. That's physical health. Now, I get it. Like, if, unless you've done, I've done the research on this stuff. Like, this is stuff because I've been affected by it. Mm-hmm. I've had my, I've had my, because of my depression and going through the divorce, like my, my hormones at one point was way out of whack. Right? So when I first got with Joan, like I was super unhealthy because I was coming out of state of depression, like, and I wasn't performing. So, right. So question for you though yeah because so when you first got separated when you first got divorced and you said you were super unhealthy are you talking about like you wasn't able to like like have sex or get horny no 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 it's never been that like for me yes 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 i was but what i'm saying is so when i first got when i first got Divorce. I was physically. I looked better than you did. Than, you know, I I looked good. I was doing like my boys were doing. Like I had my boy doing like modeling photos of me and stuff like that. I, I was trying to build up. You know, do all that whole thing. Remember? Um. So, so the gym was important. Yeah. But once again, on this holistic tip, like you could be going to the gym, exercising, and be physically strong, right? But if your mind is twisted, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, not if your mind is twisted, not gonna perform. yeah, man, it's going it, to, it, no, not, not just that, but it will affect your biochemistry. Yeah. Like, like, if you're crying every night, like, I was going home, and I was crying myself to sleep. Yeah. So what does that mean? I'm not getting sleep. Yeah. I'm, I'm sleeping three hours. So no matter how much gym time I'm getting, my body's not resting, my mind's not resting. So I'm, I'm, there are certain things that are happening chemically inside of me that's just kind of, like, throwing me off. So, yeah. so that wasn't noticeable. A lot of times that's not going to be noticeable with a one-time chick. Mm-hmm. With a one-time chick, there's those new feelings. It's a body you've never seen before. It's a smell you've never seen before. It's lips you never tasted before. Like all that's play, playing a role, right? This more so shows up when you've been with this woman multiple times. You know the ins and outs of her body. You know what she looks like, knows what she smells like. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys got into an argument yesterday. Like these are the things where, where your ability to perform is really going to show up because you're not being pumped with like this immense amount of adrenaline and endorphins that happens from the oxytocin with an, a first time thing. Mm-hmm. So with Joan, it started to show up later in the relationship, not initially, yeah. but later in the relationship. And then I started to realize like, man, I'm still struggling emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, I'm not healed yet, you know, like, and that was affecting me. All of that, all of those different factors was, was, was affecting me. So yeah, there were nights where she was like tapping me on the shoulder, like, babe, you know, and I was like, babe, I'm just too tired. Too tired to go. like, like, I'm, yeah, I'm just too tired. So, so you, t- so, okay. So for when you're talking about 
a healthy sex life. Yeah. Because like I said, a lot of people can have different definitions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You more relating as a holistic. Holistic, man. That's the only way, guys. Health. Please hear me. Like a holistic health. We were designed holistically. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, holistic. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. That. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, like for sure. And like, for sure. When Spotty said healthy sex life is for sure. The the thought there. One hundred percent. So 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 since we on that tip, right? Since we on that tip of of, of holistic health, we spoke about um, just dynamic of, of of temptation for someone who's been married, um, you know for a period of time, 10 years, all of a sudden all that stops and now you're single and what that looks like and, and, and how um, you honor God or, and do your best to honor God, um, you know, when you got pretty much like free access. Um, if we look at this from a, a, a discipline standpoint, because as he was mentioned before, like, I'm never, I'm never, not looking at something, if it's, a, if it's a part of this human body, a part of this mind, body, soul, I'm never not looking at approach to health holistically, ever. To me, health is a holistic pursuit. Anytime you deviate from that, you, it becomes counterintuitive to God's design, right? So you look at an ecosystem, it's something that God made. An ecosystem is something that God, God made, right? So you have, you have the rivers, you have the bank of the rivers where you got certain trees. Within that river, you have different types of fish. You got algae, you got all kinds of organisms and bacterias within that river. You got your predators, you got your prey, right? And together from the dirt, the fecal matter from the, like all that, together there's this balance that creates and you remove one of those things, and all of a sudden, the ecosystem is damaged. You take out one of those predator fish, and all of a sudden, there's an imbalance in that ecosystem, and it creates this type of unhealth in where our body is the same way, right? So, so just keep your mind on that, like th that holistic dynamic of health, right? Um, and I've spoken before in a few other videos in the past about, you know, you neglect an emotional aspect of your body or a physical aspect of your body or one part of your body and it shows up to begin to affect a completely other part of your body. Um, so things all work together. Now, with that being said, we look at, we look at discipline um, and temptation. One of the questions that I asked Guy earlier was, what, would you say as, as people of faith that, that adhere first and foremost, right? We're called to adhere first and foremost to God's word, right? We know that the Bible is his concrete truth, right? It is, it is, it is direction. It is, it is, we see in the New Testament is Christ in the flesh, like to fulfill his word, right? So we know that that is, that is absolute and that is true. We know that part of, part of reading your word, meditating on your word is prayer, right? Our communication with God. And all of these things um, um, are necessary, pivotal, and I would say foundational when it comes to a pursuit of health all around, in my opinion, all around, right? We're talking, if we talk about temptation here and, and the challenge of, of falling into lustful temptation, um, having sex, you know, out of marriage with 
which now that sounds absurd, right? Everyone's probably listening to this. Christians and non-Christians are saying like, what? what's wrong with that? That's just... Bro, you, you know what's crazy too? What? too? Uh, there's this new wave, but it's, it's not new, but somebody just brought it to my attention about Christians and, and um, polygamy. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a whole nother <laughs> thing. All right. Anyway, so we in that season, not even a season, but things are just getting worse, right? Like, Sex is in everything. It's everywhere. Um, South Florida is so superficial. It's everything's sexy and this and that, and everyone's half naked, and it's a very challenging thing, right? So what I brought up earlier was was the the idea of 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 living a disciplined lifestyle. And if you live a disciplined lifestyle, holistically, a disciplined lifestyle, I believe that it prepares you all the more to fight and resist this level of temptation, especially when we're talking about lust. women or lust. Yes, right? Now, once again, I'm not, I'm not, nothing trumps spiritual disciplines, but I believe that spiritual discipline bleed into our physical disciplines. In other words, the disciplines that we take part in this side of heaven because we are in the flesh, we live in this earth, we have responsibilities, things that we do, like, it all bleeds into it, right? So I'm going to read it. I'm going to read, and y'all let me know if y'all agree, and none of that I'm going to be able to know if you talk to me right now, but I'm going to read this um, regarding discipline. Just a, 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 like a, a, a nice um, bulky definition of it. All right, so discipline refers to the practice of training oneself or others to obey rules or a code of behavior in order to achieve a specific goal or result. It can involve self-control, self-denial, and consistent effort towards a particular task or objective. In many areas of life, maintaining discipline is a crucial, is crucial for success and can help individuals develop and cultivate positive habits and behaviors. It also is often associated with accountability and consequences for failing to comply with established guidelines or stand, standards, right? So that's a very robust but, yeah. like definition of, of, of discipline. But a statement I made to guy prior to before he starts is that i believe when you live a life of discipline right not i'm disciplined when it comes to reading my word and praying every day right no i'm disciplined in every aspect of life that god has given me right i can walk with two feet i have arms i have legs right i, I have the ability to choose what i eat all that my belief is that when you choose to be disciplined in all aspects of life, it gives you the tools, the mental fortitude to better resist and fight against some of these very challenging disciplines like lust and temptation because you are constantly exercising not only the physical restraint, but the mental restraint, which you argued is fundamental, which I agree. Yeah. I, so I think, man, I think the one thing that that most people um, disregard when it comes to discipline is the mental aspect of it. Like I said, <laughs> like it's easy for us to practice stuff. What you mean by that? Like it's easy for us to say, um, I'm going to be disciplined to this. Or to you didn't say to say it. No, no. Because I would argue that it's not. It's practice is hard, actually. So no, no. But but it's it's easy to say it and 
and do it. But I think where the mental aspect come into play is you're not going to be able to sustain it. If that makes sense. So for example, I could get up and every day and say, I'm going to be disciplined to, um, to eating healthy. Okay. Right. And it's easy for me to go one day or two day and go to a salad bar and order a salad, order healthy stuff. Okay. Right. Which people do all the time. Yeah. But then. Like going to the gym in the beginning of the new year. But then. Yeah. A week later, what happened to you eating healthy? It's because they skip the mental aspect of the discipline part of it. They just go straight to the practice of it without having prepared yourself mentally. Renewing your mind in those areas. To be able to do that discipline. For sure. I agree with that. I I get what you're saying now. The The way you worded it in the explanation was helpful. Because you mean the ability to sustain discipline falls when the person is lacking the mental discipline. discipline. I agree. And it, it goes over to, to temptation because, because when I was being discipled, right? Right? The thing was, okay, you need to not hang out with a girl past 10, 11 o'clock. Right, that's the, that that was the practice to do, or the practical thing to do. You need to, um, when you hang out with a girl, only in group settings. Right, we're talking about yeah, yeah, she with a female specifically. Right, um, don't talk to her on the phones, um, certain things, um, or at, at their certain time. Um, so all those was practice, but. As soon as I was serious about a girlfriend, all those practices went out the window. Yeah, yeah. All those practices went out the window. Yeah. Because I feel like what most people do is when it comes to discipline, they put the emphasis on the practice part of it and not the mental part of it, which I think, and. I think the mental part of it is a little bit more important to me. Well, I, I would, I was, I would say that in the practice, the practice. I, I would say it's, 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 it's foundational. I agree, like that. It's foundational, like the Bible says to re- renew your mind. Exactly. Why? Because you're, you, at the end of the day, your your thoughts are gonna shape your actions. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. You know I, so, uh, but to go back to a holistic view of it, right? Um, because you started by, you started off by saying, um, spiritual health is about, is found, is, is foundational, right? Um, so what would you say to somebody that, that says, well, my spiritual disciplines are, mm-hmm. are legit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the purpose of, of the end goal of spiritual discipline is to conform to the likeness of Christ, right? Yeah. So, but in that conforming, we have disciplines to get us to that point, right? Yeah. That's the goal of spiritual discipline. Yeah. So what would you this what 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 would you say to somebody that that said, I'm good with that? Like I'm A1. I'm not talking about somebody that just go and pray and just go to church. I'm talking about they're really putting Yeah, it. they're they're living a life of worship unto God in in in, in that, that particular space. 
but then of winning souls. But then they would say like, as far as eating healthy, as far as working out, um, more of the physical type disciplines. Yeah. It's not, yeah. What would I say? It's not worth it. I'm not gonna say it's not important, but it's not worth it. Oh, not worth it. Oh, because okay. it's not worth it or it's not important because I feel like if, if my purpose in, in life is to conform to the likeness of Christ and be like Jesus and, and I'm, and I, and I'm getting it in this area and, and this is how people think, and my yep. body's gonna pass away anyways, mm. right? I'm gonna have a new body anyways. Yeah. Uh, why should I focus on this if, yeah. if my whole spiritual discipline life is A1? Yeah, for sure. I mean, th um, that's unfortunate for those that do, that do think that way, um, because I believe that God has reward and blessing and a greater sense of joy for us to be able to experience um, this side of heaven in very practical ways, right? Um, to think that the only joy, and I would say again, the, the joy that supersedes any type of joy or, or the W, if you will, that supersedes any type of W would be, you know, the, the, the salvation of one soul, right? That is the ultimate objective, okay? right? The ultimate mission. But is food not a pleasure? Like, did God not give us food as, 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 as a gift, as a pleasure, something to, to be enjoyed? Um, sex with my wife, is that not something that is a pleasure, a, a gift that God has given me to, to enjoy, something that adds to my relationship, something that helps to refine, cultivate my marriage, right? And I can go on and on in, 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 the, in this regard of, of things that God has given us in the physical, um, that, that bring about, you know, moments of happiness, um, joy, and, and more of an abundant life, right? So I would say to you or to the person that has that mindset, like, um, I would say that you are missing out um, on a life of more abundance and joy, you know? Um, and when I say but, but, but go ahead, but to, but to, to them, like part of a spiritual discipline is what the result of that is, it's, it's joy. Like one of it is joy. Yeah. One of it is abundant. Yeah. In a particular aspect, but for sure. But, um, um, I know one thing that doesn't cause joy is sickness and disease. Right. I know something that doesn't cause joy is when you don't want to see yourself in the mirror because you're overweight. That's not going to cause you joy. It's not going to bring you joy or put a smile on your face when you are afraid to show yourself to your spouse in the bedroom. Like that doesn't, that doesn't bring about joy. That, that brings about all kinds of unfortunate feelings and emotions. Insecurity. And, and, and in, yes, for sure, insecurities. Is it, is, is it joy to have insecurities in your life? Like, is it joy to, to, to be in your 40s and, or 50s and not be able to go on a trip because you just don't have the lung capacity to walk up a mountain or go up some stairs or play with your grandchildren? Like, is it joy to have diabetes? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I try to be real s sensitive with this topic, but cancer, 
We know that 50% of all cancer is caused from diet. Like, see, there's a difference between suffering and suffering in vain, right? You can suffer well in life or you can suffer in vain. And suffering in vain is when you neglect aspects or responsibilities that God has given us to care well for ourselves, to love well ourselves in certain areas. And when you neglect that, there's a price. There's a price you pay. And we know this to be true. But you know what? What happens is, man, we pick and choose like, oh, it's just easier. It's like, I know, listen, I know people that are very successful in business. Very successful in business. And that's what gives them identity. So they're so strong in the area, but physically, shape wise, like health, they're lacking. They're slacking, but they have the same principles, mental principles and disciplines that it takes them to become successfully as an entrepreneur, successful as an entrepreneur, that if they would carry that over to their physical lives, but, or in, in that area. Why do you think they don't? Because you also said that, that it should bleed over. 100%. Right. The discipline should, should, should bleed over, right? So why do you think people um, who have such strong disciplines um, and pursuing the Lord yeah. or such strong disciplines in whatever area it may be, like business yeah. part, why do you think it's a challenge for some of them, not all of them, yeah. but some of them to allow that mental fortitude that they built up in that area, why don't you apply Transfer, it here yeah. or lead over yeah. to um, the area that you were talking about, yeah. eating healthy, yeah. working out, um, or even um, the mental aspect of it as far as depression or anxiety. It could be emotional health, relational emotional health. health. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you got a lot of money, but your, your marriage is, is, is in a bad shape. Facts. So what do you think is the challenge there? Yeah, yeah. So, so I think it can be a culmination of things. I think, I think one of it, one of the things could be selfishness. You're all about you and what makes you feel comfortable and not thinking about everybody else around you and how your actions affect other people, right? So I think selfishness could be one of them. I think, I think you know, fear could also be another one. Like, what if I take some energy from what I'm doing over here and then I take it and I start to apply it over here, I might lose what I've been able to build here. But I think that also points back to idolatry, right? So now, your entrepreneur, your business, that identity you get in your business is, is king to you. It's God to you. It makes you who you are. And if I don't have this, then who am I? I'm nothing. So therefore, I'm not going to do anything to compromise this over here. I got to protect this. But yet, your wife is complaining because, you know, she feels isolated. There's no conversation. There's no intimacy. There's no, all you're doing is talking business. Or your kids, same thing, right? So, so I think, I think, it's a culmination, but I think at the root of it though, this, and this is just my opinion, I, I think at the root of it, when your eyes are on Christ and you let him in to your life, he uncovers every aspect, every aspect. And the real, so I'll give a, a personal example. So my tip on health and my passion for health did not start to where it is holistically until I went through what I went through my marriage. Okay. Before that, it was all about how I physically looked. Okay. Being fit, like being strong. Yeah. 
physically strong. So I would go to the gym. Sometimes I would be in the gym seven, seven days a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it was. But I didn't know anything about, like, eating healthy food. Even as an athlete, as a wrestler, like, my diet sucked. Like, it was horrible. I grew up on a horrible diet. So, so, so it wasn't until, it wasn't until literally my life, one by one in different areas, began to fall apart. The business I had with my ex-wife went under. Next thing you know, my sister's having to help me get groceries because we're trying to pick up the pieces and go back to work X, Y, and Z, right? My marriage. The band-aid was pulled off from the business. So now, like, the real issues we had in our relationship, the, 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 the um, conflict the poor conflict resolution that we had, the, just the emotional instability that we had, like, all of that exposed, right? Um, as, as, as a Christian, like, the way that I led, I was a dictator. I was, I was demanding and controlling. I had no concept of grace and mercy, none of that, right? All of that fell away. Like, all of that crashed and burned. And here I am, like, looking in the mirror, hating life, not knowing who I am, not knowing what my purpose is anymore because I'm not a pastor. You know, I separated myself from my father's church, my family, right? I'm at a new church. I left that church because I didn't want accountability because I was out in the streets. It wasn't until I hit rock bottom and I was hopeless to the point where I didn't want to live anymore to where I started to look at things holistically. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's when I started to like, yo, like, why? Why did I respond to my ex-wife not wanting me anymore the way I did? Mm -hmm. Why did it crush me to the point where I'm neglecting my year and a half year old daughter and I don't want to live? Yeah. Why? do I feel these instabilities in my temper? I go from zero to 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I had so many questions. Why is it that I grew up in the church and I'm coming to a point, I grew up in the church my entire life and I'm coming to a point where I don't even feel like I know God. <laughs> like, all of that, it was that that caused me to say and look closely at every aspect of my life and say, God, what is health here? What does it look like to have good health here in this practical area? And, and, and because I had that thirst, Christ met me. He met me. He met me in the kitchen. He met me in my bedroom. He met me, he met me in, in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? Like he met me in my relationships because I sought after it. My mind... At that point, I didn't care. I didn't, when, you, when, when you're at the bottom, there's nothing to lose, right? There's nothing, there's nothing to lose. So at that point, I'm just like, yo, like, I need help. I need help. So, so, so yeah, when I, talk about, when I talk about holistic health, and I say that a lot of, in my opinion, a lot of Christians are lacking, and maybe it's just in the settings that I grew up in, in a Christian church, yeah. and where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? Like, are lacking just the, the thirst for an overall desire for health, but through the lens of Christ. Like this is something that Christ wants for you and it's a way in which you honor God. Let me just really quick read this, this scripture because this scripture is really what kind of helped birth save talk. Um, but 
I'll show you. Give me one second. In 1 Corinthians, I said it earlier. 10? Yeah, 1031. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to glorify God. And it's like, everything that I do is not meant to simply just be done just because I can do it. Yeah, but I think... But I'm meant to consider, is this what I'm doing for the glory of God? Does it glorify God? Well, I think... I think a, a way that, that you could look at 1 Corinthians 10 is glorification in a way of being thankful um, or like a more mental aspect of it. It's all mental though, so um, it's all mental. But now, but, but I said, but you say in a sense of gratitude and I get, yeah. I said the gratitude and not just what you eat. Some people could look at that scripture. For sure. Like, I mean, you know, the reason why, you know, on Thanksgiving, we all pray is for gratitude and we shooting Thanksgiving food. And sure. I get that. Glory to God. I get right? that. Um, but which can I respond? Not just that. Can I respond? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so I get that. Um, and I understand how that could be someone's logic, right? Where it's like, no, nah, like I'm eating this. And, and, the, and I am genuinely, I am genuinely thankful for what I am eating. And that is a way in which I give glory to God. Like this is, God gave me this, right? That, that's, that's the logic. Okay. Yeah. Thank God for wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for those that ask, they receive wisdom, right? Here's why. Because let's, 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 let's think this through, right? So you choose to eat whatever you want without insight or knowledge. You just choose to eat whatever you want because it tastes good or it makes you feel good for the moment, right? But you make sure that you thank God. Now, what if that is, I eat McDonald's every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 10 years down the road, even shorter, five years down the road, now you're dealing with blood, blood pressure issues. You're on the verge of diabetes, may even have it already. You're 30, 40 pounds overweight, high cholesterol. You're sluggish. You're having sleep apnea. You're not waking up, um, feeling refreshed. You're barely getting, you're barely sleeping. You have racing thoughts before you go to bed. All these different things, right? All these different things are a consequence of what you eat and how it affects your body. So when I, when, 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 when I read that scripture, I don't just look at like, oh, you know, I have to be thankful to God because I have this. Have you considered that maybe what you are eating or what you have may not be from him or even what he wants you to eat? To me, that is contextually looking at that scripture and saying, hey, like. What do you mean by, by what you eat may not be from him? So, so. I'm not a believer that just because you can, you should. Okay. That's just a principle I apply in life. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Right? So, do I, I have a sweet tooth. I love sweets. But there are times where I realize that sweets are controlling me and I'm, there are effects in my body that I'm experiencing. Right. Because of these sweets. And at that point, 
I have to say, no, at this point, I'm using a lack of wisdom if I go and I decide to have another piece of cake. It would be, it would, it would make sense to me in my heart and in my spirit that I'm, I shouldn't be eating that. Like God wouldn't be pleased with me going and taking another bite of that cake, knowing that it's having an effect on me in the ways that it's having an effect on me. That's what I mean by that, right? But, and, but how about those people? Um, because I was like this. Uh, oh, this is, we, 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 we about to close this up real quick. Cause we, I was like this, man, because so, so we talking about knowing, right? And then, and then you said earlier that, that the reason why you started thinking about health in a holistic matter is because of where you were. Yeah. And then you asked God and got to be revealed to you. Right. But how about people that, that, that may be strong in that spiritual discipline, but, but haven't been revealed about. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think, I think that's where community is so important. Right. I think having a healthy community is significant um, where you can have other people speak into your life and, and give you like, look, if you're in my community and, and we have a relationship, ask people that know me, like I'm, I'm, go I'm gonna, I'm going to hold you accountable in those areas and I'm going to bring some of those things up and I'm going to do my best to do it in grace and in love. Now, from that point, like if you decide, nah, I'm, I'm good. It's cool. I'm not judging you. Like at the end of the day, Heaven is the greatest reward. Yeah. All I'm saying is you're going to pay a price this side of heaven. And that price is going to affect people you love. Or the lack of modeling a healthy life is going to affect people you love. Starting with your spouse, your children, your friends. Like all that matters to me. Like I have a real conviction about that type of stuff. My daughter sees what I eat. My son sees what I eat. And I want to have some restraint. I don't want to be, I don't want to be Mr. Control Freak or anything like that. Like I take my daughter out for ice cream, I'm, but we have conversations around discipline in these areas. And there's, there's prices you pay when you make decisions, right? So hopefully that, that, that makes sense. This is a great topic. I'm just talking about like, you know, the, the way that discipline impacts our abilities to resist temptation um, and just why it's so pivotal and key in our lives. And as Christians, like we need to be looking at our Christian walk through a holistic lens um, because it matters to God. Like it matters to God. You being healthy in, in every aspect of life matters to God. Um, but catch us on the next one, guys. I appreciate you tuning in.